Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Lurpa-duper. Lurpa-loopa-loopa-loop. Doopa-loopa-loop. Yes, Watch Judas. I, I can most certainly inform the people. Doopa, floopa, doopa, loopa, doopa, floop, boopa, doopa, loop, bop. Yes, they will be most pleased indeed. Lobbity, bop, poop. Oh, I, I agree, Your Grace, that playing Rolling in the Geek should satiate the, the masses. You are most wise, Your Grace. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Pissarro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. It's Ken, your Game Master here. And on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Trevor and Harko split up, and Trevor heads back to town. He takes the elf that was part of a trap back to town so that they can make sure that he is okay. He takes a potion for the apothecary for a little pep, and then heads back to the mine to wait for Harkos. Harkos traces back the path through the mine that they originally took, and eventually stumbles upon an unconscious Glenn, and proceeds to carry him back to town, and meets up with Trevor... The duo take Glenn to the apothecary as well. Trevor decides to leave Cassie and her mother to Harkos alone and heads back to the inn for bed. Harkos finds the two at home, and after finding out the mother's name, Esma, tells them that he needs to show them something at the barracks. They are overwhelmed with emotion upon seeing Glenn, and Harkos backs off to give them space. But while leaving, Cassie, with all of her tiny fury, tackles Harkos lovingly, and thanks him for bringing back her dad, a sentiment echoed by Asma. Harkos heads back to the inn and finds another surprise in his room, a bag filled with small silver and black scales. And assuming the previous pieces all go, go together, he inspects both at the same time. He can't process that, so he goes to bed. 
Trevor dreams and is finally given a name for the flame being. It's Numerath, the Golden Flame. In the morning, the team head to meet Melia after receiving a note left in their rooms, where to their surprise, they are knighted by her for their efforts in defending Iron's Edge. And that is where we pick back up. <clears throat> bum, bum, bum. Thank you. Uh, so you have just been knighted by, by Melia. Uh, and she gives you a bow and then uh, kind of motions for you to take a couple of steps back. Clip clop, clip clop. We'll definitely take and a We're back steps to back. the fucking clip clops again? What do you mean we're back to? I did this last episode too. It's only been a week. It's only been a week. <laughs> it's, it, I'm going to move on. It's been so long. Uh, it's in the past, Ken. <laughs> uh, so after you take a couple of steps back, she also calls forth uh, an assortment of different people that went into the mine. So you see the survivors from uh, from uh, crap, his name, Jorik's team, uh, including Layton. Uh, and and apparently Puffles, I heard him in the background. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> not talking to you, Trevor. Meow. <laughs> Meow. See that loud? Uh, I don't know what she wants. She has food. She has water. She has two clean boxes. I don't know what the fuck she, she wants. She wants attention, Ken. Yeah, well, I, she does not just sit in one place for very long, so. Uh, it was just funny. You said she starts calling up other people, and I heard, <laughs> Welcome to the Brown household, where there's innumerable animal, animals, uh, and many of them like to make noises. You you might occasionally hear the little clickety clack of uh dog dog claws on the uh, claws are they claws on a dog anyway uh they're they're claws on a dog what else would they be I don't know I just feel nails? like claw isn't like a really great word because claw, nails claw like sounds like it's something to attack with whereas they're not really sharp they're just big. Well, but on, a dog. The, on, on puppies, they take that one that's on their like wrist, the and they call it the dew claw. Yeah, so that, that's that's why I would say like I get where you're coming from, and I also get where Brad's coming from calling them nails because people go, oh, do you need your nails trimmed to a dog? But they don't say that to a cat. But I mean, I think scientifically they'd be probably be called claws. But I get I get your aversion to that. I do agree that dogs mainly attack with their mouth, whereas a cat type creature does not see so are dogs teeth uh, claws alright now we're dropping down a hole <laughs> okay alright uh, but you see an assortment of different people that were with both Melia and Jorik's teams uh, the survivors from that uh, along with Puffles and Selena are all called forward and are given a uh they that she calls it the uh the honorary iron pick which is a medal that she fastens to uh uh to their chest not 
literal chest, but to the clothing on their chest that is in the shape of an iron pickaxe uh, with a circle wrapped around it with uh, leaves uh, that you can recognize as part of the symbol of her house. Nice. But after that, uh, the, uh, the, the gathering is dismissed and uh, you hear an announcement that there is a uh, that everybody is invited to a luncheon uh, in honor of of everyone who was either knighted or given a medal afterward. Uh, But after the everything kind of settles down, people start leaving. uh, Jorik will will approach you. Oh, congratulations to the both of you. Uh, We we kind of wanted to keep this on the DL. I it the down low. I I know I'm a little hip. Um. Oh, I appreciate you explain. I I did not know what that meant. But uh, you know, we we just we wanted to give you your due. I but I I have uh another gift uh along with your your knighthood uh is uh payment for you know the kobolds that you've killed and various other things that have been down there so uh here's uh here here's a token he holds out uh two rather heavy looking bags to one for each of you uh, oh um thank you i suppose well it's you know part of the agreement you know you uh kill kobolds and we give you money and considering you killed kobolds and a uh, lot of other scary stuff and you kind of saved my ass uh yeah we <laughs> we, we threw a little extra in there much appreciated uh but it's uh each bag has 1500 gold pieces Damn. good lord God, Iron's Edge is a very wealthy town. 15 million gold. That's a lot of gold. I know. 15 million. I know. It's crazy. And that's more than, you know, uh, Amelia's whole net worth. But, you know, that's that's. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're I'm bad at math. You you said 15 hundred hundreds or whatever you said. So I did the quick. I carried the ones and I I (sighs) came out with 30 million gold. Okay. I think this sounds legit. This <laughs> <laughs> so happens are... with the bird who only has <laughs> three toes and however many fingers. <laughs> oh, sorry, three toes on each foot. I don't have only three toes. <laughs> just three oh. between the two feet. <laughs> with, that, with, that, with that back thing, like birds have the one on the... There you have four, right? Because they got three in the front and then they got the weird thumb that wraps around on the back so they can grab shit. So I got four. Anyway, that's enough bird anatomy. Um, do you have five fingers on your hands? I think they do. I think Aarakocra is like, if you look at the art in the in the book, I think they have human-like arms. Like, not human. Obviously, they look bird. But I think they have, like, regular hands. Mm. I don't think they have, because... I there's a lot of times I'm thinking like I go to grab something I'm like my wing wraps around it as like any bird would but I'm not a bird I'm an aracocra and aracocras have appendages all right things are going weird in this episode already so I uh, we've gone a couple of weird places 
It's quarantine and, brain. Yep. Apparently for my cat, too, because here she is meowing again. No, I was wrong. So the, the Aarakocra picture, they have what appears to be four fingers. They have three fingers and a thumb. Hmm. Yeah. I was we also learned wrong something new today about their feet. Well, what's my Harkos picture have? One, two, five. three, four. No, he has five. Okay, so my Alakokra is different than a regular Aarakocra. The art I picked for Harkos has five fingers. And I can't see if he has the little dew claw thing in the back. So I'm going to say he does because owls usually do. The little eagle Aarakocra doesn't really have one. But I'm going to say Harkos does. Anyway, back on, <laughs> back on track from that uh, excursion. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if you want to go to this luncheon thing or not, but uh, you uh, you definitely need to meet with Melee and I to kind of debrief before. I, I know that there's important stuff, but we still have a few days before you got to get got to get going. Yes, um, yep. I'd be more than happy to go to the luncheon too. I'm still oh, quite hungry I, you know, I just from last night. I didn't want to presume, you know, because uh, uh, you know, I, I know it's been a busy couple of days and, you know, there's all of us weird people that are going to be there, you know, that you've had to spend so much time with. I didn't know if you were wanting to be on your own or, you know, I just, you know, I didn't want to presume. But I... I mean, I, I'd like to think that we quite like each other being as we've rescued each other so much, but <laughs> I mean, if you think uh, we're weird, maybe, Trevor, maybe we should was, go back that to was, the... that was That was not even close to what I was saying. I was trying to be, like, <laughs> a little too humble, you know? Uh, ne- never mind. Well, I guess uh, I guess we'll, we'll see you here soon. Uh, it's actually in the uh, out back of the estate here. Uh... She's got it all set up in the garden. Why is that cat puffles? <laughs> <laughs> I am very offended that you would think my mew is so unmighty. <laughs> I, you know, I've heard you talk, and uh, you're you're quite a bit oh, deeper yeah. sounding than that. Oh, good lord! This is going to be an off the rails episode. <laughs> And after you know, you've been on rails for a little bit here, so I might as well. What, what right? would that make this? This is like episode five, part five, right? Because episode, <laughs> episode five was our first way off the rails. So <laughs> we've never that was, really, never that, really that made was it when back the rails since. just disappeared and <laughs> we kind of kept rolling. <laughs> I was going to say, we've never really found the rails again since. <laughs> we've just kind of tried to stay on a straight and narrow, but. Sometimes there is a mountain full of kobolds in the way of the straight and narrow, so things get a little <laughs> rocky. I, <laughs> uh, but if you want to head to the luncheon, uh, it is uh, in the garden of the estate out back. Yes. Uh, and there's plenty of servants that are kind of ushering people that way. Definitely. Okay. Uh, so you head through, and actually this kind of takes you through a couple of parts of the estate that you haven't seen, that there is uh, plenty more, like, sitting rooms and uh, different, like, uh, swanky-looking, like, conference areas that she meets, that she would potentially meet with uh, 
you know, like uh, tradesmen and, and merchant folk and, and that kind of stuff, like people who are wanting to set up an Iron's Edge, like that's what you could presume from this. Uh, but uh, you get to a ornate looking double door or ornate looking and a, uh, just an ornate double door uh, with stained glass that leads out into uh, a large garden area. That looks very well tended. It's got rows of hedges that have been carved into different shapes, similar to the ones that you saw up front. But there's also an assortment of uh, like exotic looking trees that aren't necessarily part of the biome for this area. But I hmm. think you've kind of assumed that there's uh, some magical stuffs going on with the front area. Uh, so this kind of furthers that suspicion that these yeah. these trees do not belong here. Uh, there's lines of beautiful flowers that kind of mark the tr- the the pathway to different areas, but it definitely it almost looks like uh, like tourist attractiony that it's got that kind of look and feel to it. That it's you know people can go here and look at different uh, different flora from different regions. Uh, there is a, a fair assortment of people. You can guess that uh, a sizable chunk of the town is here in celebration of uh, your and the B team plus extras success. Uh, you see Melia chatting up a uh, number of different folks down, like uh, down a couple of sets of stairs, kind of towards the center of the garden. Uh, Puffles and Selena are talking to. Uh, Leighton and Nundal uh, kind of touching base with them about their experiences and uh, there's some like uh, orchestral music that's uh, you, you can see that there's a band playing from some part of the garden but you can't see where they're at uh, along with tables of food uh, everything tables, tables of food Uh, You've got all kinds of different fruits and uh, exotic looking fruits. And uh, there's like a whole boar that's being roasted. And it's a it's a for real celebration. So what do you want to do? I want to find Phil. Okay. Uh, you find Phil talking with uh, a handful of other recruits that uh, they, they kind of look like they've almost like just recently gotten off of guard duty. Uh, that they're still kind of like partly they've got their armor on and they've got their helmets at their sides. Uh, and uh, you've got two of these kind of guards and then Phil that are just kind of making small talk as you come up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how I want to fucking start this conversation. I, <laughs> I, I said all. I wanted to do it, but I don't know what to do now that I'm here. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. I've never talked to Phil before. Not in public. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hello there. Uh, hi. Uh, oh, Harkos. Uh, uh, hi. <laughs> you you seem so exuberant. I've actually had a lot of sleep last night. It was it was very strange. <laughs> Didn't know oh. what to think. Uh, from the stories that people are telling in the from the, uh, their experience in the mine, I I can imagine that you're in you were in dire need of rest. 
that very much so. I, I, yep, I passed right out in my bed because I sleep in a bed. Bed's the <laughs> word I was going to say. You know, when you say it in such a weird way that like that, it's it's my accent. I. What do you sleep in a hammock or something? Is that is that like a bird thing that you do? Do you perch? Like I I believe it's a nest. No, it is nope. There's oh. no no nope. But, but Hakos, you Trevor, shut you take, up. Trevor, oh. shut up. I oh. sleep in a bed like a normal person. Yes, a, a bed. Just it's. I yes. just said it weird because of my. Um, or an accent makes certain words sound weird like when I ask who like, asked for your opinion Trevor like when you say nest but it sounds like bed Phil can I talk to you in private for a moment please <laughs> uh, yeah ab- absolutely uh, he, he turns and looks back at the two men that he was talking to and he says hey I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with you back at the barracks uh, the Guess Arcos wants to talk to me, asking in such a weird way. But that's okay. Uh, so they, they say their goodbyes and and they wander off. And uh, Phil's like, uh, "Is here okay, or should we kind of wander into the garden a little bit?" No, here here's fine. I just I, I just didn't know if this was like super secret or if if it was okay. Like you're, you're being a little. Been a little different right now. It's been a long uh, few days. I, I can imagine. Um, so Phil, Trevor, could you back up just a little bit, please? Think I can feel your breath. <laughs> <sighs> no, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> the, ed- the edit is going to be so rough for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um Phil, I how did things go um up here? Uh Well, it was uh calm, definitely. Uh I I suspect that you were taking the brunt of uh the aggression <laughs> that was happening oh. down there uh we there was there was a handful of of small earthquakes, but uh, that was as exciting as anything got. Uh, that would have been the drills. Oh, the 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 drills. Yes, the drills. Oh, okay. Um, were were you um were you properly um. Paid for your uh, duties up here. Uh, I got a stipend for uh, for keeping the town safe. I, Melia made sure to, to set some funds aside for for those who were taking up guard duties while everyone else was down there. I mean, it's not it's not full cobalt wages, but you know, it, it's uh, it's enough to help. Well, like I said. Whether uh, Iron's Edge um, did it or or we did, uh, uh, I I did mean what I said, and you are 
a part of uh, our, our team. And uh, we, uh, being the ones who took the, as you said, the brunt of it down there, we we did get a our B-team's wage, as I'd like to call it, and, and I want to make sure that you get your share of that. And I'm no. gonna... Har- Harkos, uh, before you go and do anything, I, I don't... Not a, You already have been very generous. I'm not expecting you to... You, you put your life on the line, and you should be compensated for that. Well, I'm not... That's not like I'm going to give you all of all of my things. I would never just give you all of my money. That'd be very irresponsible. I, I just don't want you to overdo it. I mean, I, I I already feel a little guilty for having taken so much from you before, and I, that the amount that you gave me is I, is going to change the life of my my family. I just want you to know that as far as our team as is concerned you you were just as much a part of this as the rest of us and should things arise again where we need everyone i don't want you to feel as if you can't be a part of that just because you had a different job the last few times i i i don't want any of our friends we made here in Iron's Edge to to feel less... I mean, Trevor doesn't seem to like Nigel very much, but <laughs> other, other than that, everyone we've met here in... T- <laughs> everyone we've met here in town, um, they were a part of what we did, and it, it may have been calm up here, but it, it came very close to um, the creatures breaching the surface down there, but it made me... I, I knew it would be okay with, with you up here with the guard, knowing that we had um, s- someone trustworthy. Not that the guard isn't, but someone that we knew uh, their moxie, I suppose. Oh, uh, and I, you know, speaking, I, I, I want to do this. Speaking of, of Nigel and the guard, I, I, I spent quite a bit of the time that I had uh, training, and uh, I think I've I think I've picked up a few tricks along the way. So I I think that if if something happens in the future, and I'm able to help, I I really think that I'll 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 do right by you, and I won't slow you down. My would never expect you to. Right. Uh, so are uh, are you gonna offer yeah. some to him? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pouch, and I just for for Ken's knowledge, I was not just gonna hand over the fifteen hundred. <laughs> like no, I, 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 I wasn't ridiculous. expecting that. But I mean, you know, Ed, he he also doesn't want you to impoverish yourself for his sake. You know, so he's. That's Bitch, why he I lives in a sanctuary. It ain't gonna get much more impoverished than that. Mm-hmm. I live on handouts. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna take out a pouch, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just gonna have three hundred because I think I gave him seven before. 
so that makes me comfortable. That's a nice round out. That's for Nick's OCD. Well, Nick's <laughs> obsession. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you're you're doing right anything. by you're doing right by Brad too, because he hates he hates odd numbers on stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. So I'm gonna give him that, and I'm I'm going to further instill with him uh, that uh, I go this this isn't for nothing. Again, this is because you're a part of the team, and don't worry. Um, it'll be the last time that. Uh, you don't earn it. And Harkus is going to do air quotes. You don't earn it yourself. I'm more than happy to bring you along with. Well, uh, Harkos, you, you've been so generous. I just can't... I I can't thank you enough. And I, I will somehow find a way to re- really repay this for you. Now that you mention it, if you want to put this eggshell back together for me, that would be something really great. <laughs> <laughs> I am shit at puzzles. <laughs> Pawn off my fucking personal side quest <laughs> on Phil. Be like, I mean, I did pay you a lot of money, Phil. The least you can do is fucking... What a dickhead. Jeez, Harkos, reel it in. Dang. Uh, Alright, so he, he he takes the, the pouch of gold and I... Uh, do you are you kind of saying your your goodbyes or are yep, you? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna clasp him on the shoulder. I'm gonna say enjoy the lunch. You've earned it. Oh, and the two of you as well. I don't think anyone else has earned it more than you. Oh, don't worry. If you if you see me on the ground later, it's just a food coma. I'm not dead. <laughs> but maybe check my pulse just to be sure. I <laughs> uh, okay so. Uh, is there anybody else specifically that you're wanting to talk to? Uh, not, not here. Pretty much the... anybody that you've ever met is here. So, and and this is getting to the end of the time that you're here. So, if there's anyone else that you're wanting to follow up with, I don't think so. The uh, I don't know if if Brad has anybody like if he wants to touch base with the blacksmith people or not. But the only other person I that Harkos would want to talk to the day after would be to check in with the uh, apothecary on Glenn and stuff, but I, presumably he's still fucking recovering, so yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't be here and everything, so that's a that's an after now conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page, I don't... Trevor doesn't make friends, so he doesn't want to talk to anybody, he's just a loner who sits in the corner and plays with fire, hoping no one sees him <laughs> do it. I mean, I can go talk to Marcus. <laughs> uh, you, you approach Marcus and he, he he bobs up and down excitedly. You can hear his uh his 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 feet uh clicking on the ground uh, the the paving stones excitedly as he dances when you walk up. <laughs> uh definitely he, he, gonna he full on looks like a dog. He's low in the front and then and then his butt sticking up in the air wagon. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scratch his butt because you know dogs like the butt scratched. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot firmer than it feels like it should be. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my! Who's been working out? <laughs> 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 I don't know what sound a giant spider would make, so I'm... Oh, Jesus. But that's what sound this one makes now. <laughs> yep. 
scratch his belly. Oh, oh. He rolls oh. over and instinctively does the curled leg thing. Oh, oh. I'm going to have <laughs> so many pinch nerves. <laughs> like, the, uh, not, not, not joking. The amount of involuntary, involuntary seizing my body is doing <laughs> is not a healthy amount. <laughs> it's not healthy. Anyways. I'm assuming they're coming with us, aren't they? So, uh, the the party starts dwindling down. Uh, and uh, uh, Melia comes up to you guys, and uh, she'll say, "Well, uh, sup, uh, sup." I still don't know what that means. <laughs> um. I think that uh, everyone's starting to head out, but if you wouldn't mind, I would like to talk to the two of you along with Jorik before uh, before you leave for the day. Um, yes, by all of, means. Of course. Okay. Uh, so you head back in uh, and uh, Jorik falls along and you head to one of the uh, one of the rooms that I mentioned earlier that would be like a meeting room. Uh, and she takes you in there, uh, and the fireplace is already going with a, a nice fire and, uh, there's been some drinks laid out and that kind of stuff. But, uh, she tells you to go ahead and sit down at, uh, a, a very fancy looking mahogany table that's, that's set in here. I'll take a seat. Okay. Yep. Uh, so she and Jorik also sit. Uh, and they kind of sit there and kind of glance at each other a little bit, and then they look over at you, and uh, Jorik pipes up. He says, so, uh, you guys are going to be leaving us soon. Yes. Uh, I know that there's there's a trail that you got to follow here, and I I would really love for you to not go, but... I know that you need to. But I definitely. I mean. But I I I don't know I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if creatures are going to come back here. I don't know if we got all of them, to be sure, I, there's so many little nooks and crannies in the mines, it, it's hard for me to know. I, but I, we want to we wanna start reopening the mine. So... Wait. Well, why? Why would we want to reopen the mine? Yeah, yes. Well, they've, they've got to keep making money, Trevor. That the town needs resources. I mean, if everything comes out of Melia's pocket, then the the town will go bankrupt, and these people will have no money for food or to you know pay for the services that they need to to do trade. I that this is this is economy. You now we we need a product, and the only product you that we have is iron. Uh, please t 
tell me you've learned from the past mistakes. We, and we are not going to be selling the Dragon Rock. That's that's a given. That, that also. I mean, the the digging, the, the not being prepared for what could happen. Jeez, uh, now I'm going to be worried about you all the well, entire time we are gone. That's <laughs> part of the reason that I wanted to talk to you is that I know that you are going and that it's possibly very dangerous for you as well. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. But, yeah, we also have to ensure the safety of the miners and the people here. Yes, so, definitely. Um, I've kind of got a compromise here and if there's one of your your peers that you want to take with that you can but I would want everybody else to stay here oh I see I I, then, I knew that's where this was going Hakos and I should be fine on our own It'll be sad to leave oh, well, all of you for that matter. Th- this is this is a Zelda moment Um, that it's not safe to go alone. <laughs> no, that's fine. We're, so, we are not going alone. We have each other. But I. Trevor's not good with these kind of things. I I am telling you that you if you want to take. One of your peers that you you should. I and that but Selena and Puffles are both, but you know, very strong in their own way. I uh, even you know Phil is is showing a lot of promise. I uh, and I think that with the the right people, he could turn into a a strong warrior. I uh, but. Phil, or Phil, even, Phil has a family he needs to no uh, he, he does he does not need to come with even uh 
uh, Leighton and Nundle are both uh, both strong as well. Uh, that I think any of those, any of them, would be a suitable traveling companion for you. But the rest, I I would want to stay here to make sure that we stay safe. So I'm not telling you to make a decision now. Uh, you you have a you know a day or two before you you need to get moving. So if you just want to give us your answer before you leave, I so uh, it, I, it I'm gonna talk about this in game terms. I uh, that it, as of right now. You know, uh, Selena, Puffles, uh, Leighton, Nundle, blah, blah, blah. They are all. I, I pretty much watered them down to kind of the basic stats for whatever class that they would want to go into. If you choose whatever one you choose that you want to take with, uh, I will basically give them a level up oh. and put them into like an actual class and have their class like abilities and that kind of stuff that they can fully utilize I uh, for, for whichever one. So you've, uh, and, and anybody that you choose, I, I think that the, you've got five really that are kind of your, your best picks, which are Selena Puffles, Phil Layton or Nundle. So again, you don't, you know, that that's, that's something for, but I just wanted to clarify that so that you knew Personally. what your decision was impacting was that, you know, I'm actually going to, to ding them to like being real. Okay. So. Mm. Uh, yeah. What is it, Brad? Don't worry, this is I a have, safe place. I, I have <laughs> I have things about this, but I think like yeah, anyways. Um those were awesome sentences. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh Hakos, I don't I don't know about you, but I perhaps Selena and Marcus would be uh, a well-rounded choice. Mm. <laughs> well, well, to be honest, good Trevor, I had other thoughts, which bodes well for the party conversation. <laughs> <to have. laughs> oh, boy. Hey, we we can talk it out here, or if you two want to talk it out on your own, if you want to talk to everybody and kind of get the feeling for where they're at, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I I don't think Trevor and I should have this discussion in front of people. <laughs> it might things might come out, words will be said that can't be taken back. It's, <laughs> It I'm, will be a whole process. I'm, I'm concerned that this was not a good choice for me to throw out there for you. <laughs> I thought that it would be a fun thing to kind of like party build, you know, that you had some options, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe not now. 
it's gonna be great. Ab- I, just I, great. I love that Jorik has like that little bit of fourth wall breaking. You know, everybody that there there has to be somebody. <laughs> Listen, ever ever since those play ribbons randomly showed up under his bed, he kind of had some questions <laughs> that need answered. I thought about throwing the possibility of you taking Melia or Jorik, but I their roles within town are too important. Well, that... M- M- Melia's a, a mayor. She can't leave town. Yeah. <laughs> it's another inside joke for y'all. Because that's so great at welcoming people into our lives is by yeah. talking inside yeah. jokes. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to sometimes. Hmm. Well, that's what uh, that's what the after show is for. We can talk about inside jokes in the after show. We can explain things. We just don't have time for it now because we sidetrack True. on too many other bullshit things. <laughs> sidetrack us? Never. Uh huh. He says while sidetracking. Hear the sound of that derail? <laughs> chugga, no, chugga, they can't because I edited it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Perhaps we can go speak somewhere then, Argos. I think we should make this decision quickly. Why? Why are you in such a rush? I would rather be prepared and have, you know, everything planned out. This next bid is going to be different for both of us. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting pretty good at the punching. Well, um, nobody liked my joke. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that you obviously you are, because otherwise I'd be dead. Uh, so you're good too, Trevor. Don't uh, don't think that I'm belittling I know you, you. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain America. <laughs> oh, I know you too. You're great. I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> and the only part of that that really upsets me is that that Scarlet Witch is like she was one of my favorites. <sighs> she doesn't beat the Cap team in terms of my my favorites. That Cap, Winter Soldier, and Falcon. That those mm-hmm. are my those are my 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 big three. But anyway, moving on. All right, so if if you want to go and do your thing, uh, Melia and I are going to be kind of holed up here uh, that we're starting to get plans to, you know, start pushing back in and reopening different sections of the mine. I, I Again, I can't stress enough that we are not not going to make the same mistakes that we made last time. I I trust both of your um well big thing is we have competent leadership now. So you know that's that that that's a doozy right there. That is a fair point. So um I I I want to stress the importance of this decision that uh, both for our sakes and yours, all of these people that you've helped and that you've worked with and you've grown as a team, 
that all of them have powerful abilities that they would be able to lend to you. But uh, I, I don't think that anybody can be just discounted. Uh, so I, I trust you to, to make the best decision for you. And uh, then the, the remaining ones will be uh, of great service to irons as, as she continues to grow and, and uh, moves forward from this tragic, horrible incident. As long as history does not repeat itself. Well, as I said, we, or as Jorick said, we are not going to make the same mistakes. We will be much better prepared and we will not be caught with uh, our pants down like we were last time. Good. So, are you two gonna gonna head out then? That's my vote. Yeah. Okay. As as we um as we go to leave, um, we're gonna get about halfway to the door, and Harkos is gonna turn around and go um one uh, request as um you're making plans. Yes, by all means. Don't. Let Glenn go back to work until you're sure he's a hundred percent ready. He's oh, he's yeah. he's going to try. I'm sure uh, if he wants to go back in the mindset is maybe he doesn't want that anymore. But he's going to want to do things for his family. Well, and I understand that, but don't don't let him go before he's ready. Glenn is they can't, uh, they can't handle it again. Glenn and his family have been through more than you know. Uh, the mine actually took his mother as well. Uh, this was long before the Kobolds. There was a cave-in with our previous foreman. But uh, oh, no. the the mines have taken much from his family. And I, if he does not wish to go back in, we are not going to force him. But if he wants to, that is his decision and his alone and between him and his family. I I agree. I I just urge you to not let him do it too soon. No, he's it I I feel that he has a long road to recovery. He has been through more than we could even know. And Agreed. I I personally will make sure that he does not go in there before his body and mind are ready. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, now I'll leave. Okay. So are you heading where? Um, maybe on, I don't know where you wish to speak about this tacos, but Perhaps a a quick stop along the way. Yeah, that's fine by me. I mean, we can talk wherever. I just didn't want to do it in front of Jork and Melia. But yeah, a quick stop is perfectly fine. I mean, like I said, we have time. Good, good. Um, yes. So while we're walking. I want to 
head to Cassie's house. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Ca- uh, you get to Cassie's house, uh, and it is currently unoccupied. There is nobody oh, home. Oh, yeah, they're, they're oh, both this is, there. This is Cassie's house. They, they probably won't be home, Trevor. I, yeah. did, you, I did bring their husband father home, so... It, we can retcon that. I would have known they wouldn't be home. Brad's <laughs> tired brain did not, <laughs> though. <laughs> So so we can pit stop at the at the uh Yep Barracks. The place the Barracks. Yes. <laughs> that one. Okay. Man. But yeah, that's that's where I wanna pit stop though. Okay. Uh you go into the barracks. Uh you see Nigel is uh working with some of the recruits that are uh that more or less like the folks that you, you can presume at this point that the folks that are staying are the ones that are wanting to stay. Uh, right. the, the gates you will have noticed are not closed anymore that the, the gates are fully open. Uh, awesome. And uh, there's just sentries by the, by the walls or uh, by the door, but they've left the door open. Sweet. Uh, so, you know, that's a change. I uh, give Nigel a little bow. He he nods to you solemnly as he uh, kind of corrects somebody's stance as they're uh, as they're swinging. Uh, but you you head through the training room and back into the section where the apothecary is. And uh, when you walk in, you can see Glenn is uh, on one of the tables. He's bandaged heavily. Uh, uh-huh. Cassie is uh, on the uh, like table with him uh, and looks like she's kind of snoozing while she's curled up next to him uh, and Esma is sitting in a chair holding his hand now is he awake or is he still out uh, he's he's in and out you, you can kind of okay. tell from his look right now that he's in and out well in that case when we come in and notice that we'll I'll be quiet because I don't want to wake Cassie up and I don't want to disturb Glenn then and uh, walk over to Esma and say uh, um Hakos is quite uh, worried about all of you, and I thought, even though I would kind of glance over at Harkos, even though he <laughs> Harkos is just like <laughs> shaking his head furiously, no, and like doing the chopping of the neck. Like, Trevor, please stop! Don't you're selling me up the river. I'm fine. I'm not upset at all. He's he's very worried, and he did not know I was going to bring him here, but um. Perhaps we we would like to make sure that you that no more uh, bad comes upon any of you. So uh, here, and I'm gonna hand her the bag of gold that Jorick just gave me. Oh dear God! 
I didn't know there was a more awkward character than Harkos in this game. <laughs> uh, so she she looks at you. As, uh, is this is this gold? Yeah. Yes. And she opens up the bag and she looks at. Oh, oh. By Lathander's light, this this is so much. I I I don't. I I bar I barely know you. I I don't know that I can accept this. I mean, Harkus struts up from the bag. It's going to make it really hard to accept this, then, isn't it? Sets down another twelve. That's not true. <laughs> Can't can't kill Ken with giving away I, all our money. <laughs> I, I I I will not take it back. You you all have been through enough, and and we will. I I did not come here for the gold, anyways. So please, I I I. With this amount of gold, none of us, we would never have to work again. This good. Are are you sure? I very sure for 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 Cassie. And she she looks over at you, Harkos, and is like, I you both. the, The gifts that you've given us are more than. Oh. I never really believed that a hero would walk through those gates to save this town. And here, to my surprise, they sent two. Well, don't forget about Ansigar, the champion blessed of forms. <laughs> he got here long before we did. Did you not? You just shut your bird mouth. <laughs> just, just this really nice, really sweet I'm moment. I'm sorry. And I'm just sorry. spat in its sorry. face and then donkey punched it. <laughs> it's, um, it's, you're trying to make me have feels. I don't want to have feels right now. I got to make myself <laughs> giggly so I don't cry. <laughs> I, I, I cried last episode. I don't need to cry again. Uh... You, uh, Trevor, and I—we we appreciate the kind words. If I can so boldly speak on his behalf, but we, we didn't come here with the intention, or even the thought of being heroes. We we came because we heard a cry for help from from people who couldn't give it to themselves so we wanted to help the people and you're the people Uh, and not to say that there aren't others that might be in similar or worse situations but yours was rather dire also Trevor's never been good about um, accepting his, his pay so it's really better with you and we know how difficult it must have been without Glenn these past months and how difficult it's going to be as he recovers it's it's the least that can be done for you I'll 
I think everything that you said there that is exactly what a hero is so (sighs) thank you both and my my husband and my daughter will always remember what you gave to us and what you gave back to us and Cassie will Cassie will grow up wanting nothing ever again um if if it's if it's okay I I don't want this to be strange um I I don't want to wake her and we still don't leave for a couple days yet but if if you could maybe and Harkos is gonna reach up like under his left wing and yank and go (laughs) if if you could give her um some of my my feathers just tell her it's to keep her safe she gave me a token that got me through things and I'm sure she won't but I I don't want her to forget me so she she takes the feather and she uh she kind of real with 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 the kind of gentleness that would only come from a mother like her that she kind of ties the the feather into Cassie's hair and she says well she will I don't think any of us will ever forget either of you. Well, Trevor, we best be going now. <laughs> yeah, yes. Please take take care. And the two of you as well. So, do you cool. head I out? I will leave. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you head out, and uh, where do you want to go from here? Um, when when we get outside, and I'm gonna kind of look around. Like, is anybody watching us? Anybody close? Uh, depends on where you are. Just coming outside of the barracks. Uh, there's a handful of folks that are in the the sparring yard, but not as many as normal. But nobody's, but nobody's paying attention. Not not directly to you now. Okay, I'm. I'm going to stop and, and and move over by Harkos and give him a hug. Hey, I did not mean to upset you in there. I just thought maybe um, it was something I could do to help help your your friend out. I'm not upset. I just wanted <laughs> more of a morning. <laughs> Harkos is def- like definitely just openly man weeping, <laughs> um, completely like stiff as a board while Trevor hugs him, but just man weeping <laughs> as he tries to pull himself together. Um, <laughs> I I appreciate what you did for them. <laughs> the voice in the sky would have got upset had I done it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give you um, nice things and you just give away. I I kept most of my stuff uh, <laughs> th- this time. Um, I just 
I honestly, I would, didn't even think about giving the money because I think part of my head probably thought it would have been taken as a slap in the face. But coming from Trevor, it's a different thing, which is awesome. <laughs> um, Akos. Yes. Thank you. For what? Uh, uh, being my my friend, I I you t- just thank thank you. I couldn't ask for a, a better companion. Well. Uh, I'll I'll be honest. I I didn't know what to think when when I uh, got here. I honestly I saw the line of people coming in, and I had half a mind to turn around and just go back home. But I I knew what waited for me at home, and I didn't know what waited for me in inside the town. When I got in line and you started speaking to me, there was a weird assurance as if everything was everything was going to turn out okay. There would be other people here to stick by my side. And I, I too, am quite glad that one of them was you. I'm very glad you did not go back home. I think... That nice little sentimental moment is the perfect place to call it. You, for once, I, I'm i happy with you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was by far the best ending of an episode yet. No cliffhanger. <laughs> it, was, it was wonderful. And just as we go to call it for the evening, there's a giant fireball cresting over the open gates of Iron's Edge. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. where we'll call it for the evening. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. And preemptively for the next episode, go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> what an asshole. You know he's going to cliffhanger us hardcore on the next episode. Don't tell me you don't know. Well, it depends on how much content we get through. We got a few days uh-huh. of downtime. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He'll find something. He has his ways. If, he gave us that one. Everybody gets one. If, Everybody gets one. If he finds something, we're going to miss our fucking train. So I, I hope he doesn't find something. Otherwise, Iron's Edge is going to have to deal with it on their own because we got to go make Ansigar a little bitch. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, we continue to be uh, openly man weeping over the, the positive things that we get from the community. Uh, if you enjoy what you're listening to and you want to support us, then uh, we would humbly ask that you become our patron on Patreon. Uh, we have different tiers, have different rewards based on that tier. I continue to talk about the uh, the, the $5 tier that you're getting bonus content with, uh, at, namely the Under the Trench Coat uh, after show, which I think that we've had pretty solid discussions on on most of those uh, about what's happening in game. And uh, we like to talk about alternate things that could have happened that 
change the 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 scene as it were uh but we are good little warlocks and we will continue to put that content out for our patrons uh so brad where can our listeners get in touch with us just just to add into the last one if uh patreon's not your thing you can always buy us a coffee over on ko-fi.com Anyways, you can subscribe to us on our website at riggeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things rolling in the geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three mimics masquerading as podcasters, because that's my favorite one now, feel free to tag (laughs) us at rolling in the geek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-E-K. Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week... You are the sound. You know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my random thing again. I haven't done that for a while. You are the sound paladin of conquest. Oh, oh. conquest me, baby. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And leaving it there. Uh you strike fear into the audio dropouts and cut them from your grand plan for ruling over all of audio. Can you please (laughs) uh, can you please conquer us something fun to go out on? It's a huge fucking bill you just slapped in front of me, Jesus. (laughs) Conquer all of audio. I, hmm, well... Okay. I'd like to think Audio and I have a solid relationship, <laughs> but I don't have to conquer anything. Gotta show it oh. his fucking boss. God, stop. Hootie Hoo from Marcos and Nick. <laughs> As we get a hell away from these, this duo here in episode 32-0. I was going to say these two in episode 32, and then I realized I was rhyming two with two, so I switched it to duo. Um... And as much as Brad's trying to make sexy jokes, uh, we do hope you come back and enjoy with we episode 33. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I wanted you to know. Um, no, no parody for you guys tonight. No, no, there's a parody. Uh, <laughs> And it's it's out there because I was struggle bussing. Um, our raw episode listeners will know this. Uh, I was struggle bussing at the beginning. I knew uh, uh, I didn't prepare as is usual, <laughs> and I, I knew what song I wanted to parody because I'd wrote it down in songs that I thought would make a good parody tune. Uh, but I didn't know what content to put in there, and so I was sitting here thinking and thinking and thinking. And Ken goes, "Why not self checkout?" So this is the self-checkout parody because apparently my <laughs> my parodies do not have to be about D&D um, or <laughs> the podcast in general. It was, so, it was with, literally the first thing that popped into my mind and I don't know why. It's going to be the last thing to go through your head tonight. Um, <laughs> so without further ado, here is my self-checkout parody. It is It is from the perspective of someone who's too lazy to use self-checkout so they complain about it. <clears throat> We're no strangers to work.
You, you know the rules, and so do I. We come to the store and pick our stuff. Bring it to you and watch it roll by. I just want to pay and then be on my way. Don't want to overwork. Never going to get this done. Never going to be on time. Probably going to steal some shit because I'm cheap. Never going to shop here again. Never going to share the love. Never going to bring new business to your store. We've known the setup for so long. Why do we have to go and change it? I come inside and grab my things. But you've made games and I ain't playing. And if you ask me to keep shopping, gonna tell you not a chance. Never gonna scan my things. Never gonna buy groceries. Never gonna do your job for free. Never gonna do this now. Gonna have to find new stores. Ones where they scan my things for me. And that's about self-checkout, because I think that is a ridiculous argument that real people make. Why don't I get paid to do this then? Shut up. It's not for you if that's your problem. (laughs) Happy episode 32. (laughs) Stopping the recording. After the recording, stopping it. Please, you royal vinage. I, I had no idea that this would, this would rile the people so. No, please, no more. I, I did not know that it would have such an effect. I'm out of angry sounds. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>